Welcome back to Everything As It Is podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Jackson. Today, I have my confidant, my roommate, Alyssa here. Alyssa Freiling. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and uh, describe yourself a little? <laughs> wow, I didn't prepare for this. Um, I am Alyssa. I'm Caitlin's roommate. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about um, the trauma <laughs> that is ensued upon you when you're an older sibling, mm-hmm. specifically the eldest sister. So, why don't you go ahead and talk about your experience with being the eldest sister? How many siblings do you have, etc.? I have one sibling, but she's younger, obviously, hence making me the older sister. <laughs> um, she's 14, um, I'm 18, so we're like four and a half years apart. Um, I don't know, she, she's really important to me, and I find that a lot of my actions are determined by how they would affect her. Like, give me an example of something that you did because, or didn't do because it was going to affect her. Okay, well, I hope my parents don't watch this. (laughs) (laughs) That would be really awkward. But one of the main reasons why I didn't go to an out-of-state school is because I didn't want to leave her by herself. Um, Yeah, like, my entire life, I always thought that I would go to, like, California for college, you know to do what I wanted to do and then I mean obviously money was like a big part of it but at the end of the day you know you can make anything work but that was one thing that I couldn't make work just like leaving her hmm yeah I feel like I relate to that because I mean not necessarily just for my brother just like in general leaving my family because I feel like I had a lot of responsibility Mm -hmm. growing up like a duty to your family yeah and so I feel like to like leave more than like two hours away like to NAU or something would be like too much you yeah. know even if it's just two hours that's still yeah because even like like one of my other friends ashley she goes um to college like a few hours away from her family and she only goes back home well she goes back home actually quite a lot but maybe like once a month if she can or maybe more mm-hmm. um but how often do you go home like <laughs> multiple <laughs> times a week mm-hmm. once a week mm-hmm. twice a week so yeah just for me but then it's like because I know, Alyssa, you've talked about, like, going to maybe med school in, what, New York or California. maybe California. So would you still consider doing that? Like, once Ava's, like, her little sister's name is Ava, yeah, by the so way. Yeah, her, her name's Ava. <laughs> um, would you consider doing that once Ava's, like, grown? I mean, yes, because I have, like, the idea in my head that she's going to follow me. Like, once she graduates, yeah. she'll just come with me, basically. <laughs> right. Um. And at that point, she'll be able to take care of herself a little bit more. Whereas, like, now, I still kind of have to do a lot of things for her Mm -hmm. that maybe, you know, sometimes other people should be doing. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it'd still be hard, obviously, because, like you said, it's not just my sister. I still have this duty to my family, like, a responsibility. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, last week I went home, and I didn't stay the night, and my mom got really pissed off. Right. And didn't. I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she gave you the silent treatment. Yeah. yeah, well, that's one thing, too, that I even, like, talked on my last episode about is, like, guilt. And I think that that comes a lot from being an oldest sibling. It's just, like, the guilt that you have. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like guilt is, like, a consistent factor in your decisions or, like, a feeling that you have? I wouldn't say that it's a factor in my decisions, but 
no matter what decision I make, guilt ensues. Mm. Okay, give me an example. Okay. <laughs> Too many to count. Um, well, okay, for example, obviously we're roommates, so we got this apartment together. And the second that we signed our lease, I felt so guilty for moving out because I knew that my parents didn't want me to. Mm-hmm. And then I felt guilty for leaving my sister, even though I'm 30 minutes away and I go yeah. home at least once a week to like visit, talk to my sister every day. Um, I mean, that was, that's a pretty big example of guilt. I feel like that's kind of normal. Well, to an extent. Yeah, I feel like it's normal for some people. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely normal for me. Yeah, it's all normal for me. Um, I know that, like, for example, like, pretty much, like, all my friends are, like, eldest siblings. Like, we live with two other uh, girls and they're mm. twins, and they both have, obviously, a younger sister. They so they, like, have that eldest daughter syndrome, <laughs> if you will. Um, and then... Um, my other two best friends are also oldest siblings. Mm-hmm. Well, one's also a twin, but I mean, I'm counting her as an older sibling because, you know, women, um, <laughs> women and girls, but yeah, I feel like I, I find, or I tend to find that I only make friends or really close friends with eldest siblings. I don't know if that's like a character flaw or. I don't think it's a flaw. Like we've talked about this before. you if you don't have any form of, like, trauma or guilt or mental illness, then, like, <laughs> are you really, like... I don't want it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, also, we didn't mention that Alyssa's doing her makeup on oh. the podcast for the... Yeah, I, it's early. I have work. I just, college girly lifestyle. <laughs> we don't have Why don't we the tell them what the original plan was supposed to be? <laughs> for this? Oh, you mean today? Yeah. Well, the original plan was that we would wake up at 7, go to the gym. I would come back and, like, shower and get ready, and Caitlin would set up, and then we would do this at 8.30. I slept in a little bit. (laughs) I slept in a little bit. But it it happens. Right. I did not go to the gym. I sleep in a lot. I went to the gym, but I barely did anything. Yeah, and she didn't wake me up, even though I'm... Even though that's our rule. Okay, well, next time I wake you up, Thank you. I just felt bad and weird. Because I'm like, what if she doesn't want to wake up? I don't want to knock on her door. Well, then I'll just go back to sleep. <laughs> but, yeah, it's weird that all of a sudden you care about whether or not I want to get up. Because, like, last week you would text me and be like, I'd be like, let's just go back to sleep. And you'd be like, no. Well, yes, up, but, but by that time you're already awake. So I don't want to knock on your door. Because that actually wakes you up. If you're texting me, that means you're already awake. But then I go back to sleep. Well, okay, so next time I'll knock on your door. And yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, you were, we're just beefing, actually. Yeah, no. sorry, this is the, totally off track, but you guys need to know what kind of woman this person is. She texts me, and she's like, you don't have to come if you don't want to. To what? To coming to the gym. Because I was in bed. Yesterday? Yeah. We went to the gym yesterday. When did I say Wait, that? no, not yesterday. We did yoga oh. yesterday. The day before yesterday. Oh. You're like, we don't, you don't have to come if you don't want to. And I said, why would you say that? Oh, sorry. You want me to instill more self-discipline in you? Yes. <laughs> like, that's, that's the point. She needs me to eldest sibling her. Literally, please. <laughs> Override well, her trauma. I woke you up the other day. Yeah, you did. To, like, start working. But I still didn't do it. <laughs> next time I'll just come in and, like, shake you. I'll just, like, yeah. rip off your covers and push you out of Well, bed. yeah, next time I'll knock on your door. I just felt weird. 
and oh. bad. Well, now you have permission. Perfect. Yeah. Alyssa and I have been trying to make this contract recently where we, like, mm. try and wake each other up early because yeah. people uh, struggle with that. But we don't have time to make the contract. <laughs> so that's kind of a problem. Yeah, but we did stay up until, like, 12 a.m. last night just talking mm-hmm. to our roommate about her romantic escapades. Yes. So. Yeah. I mean, oops. Relating the romantic escapade back to the actual topic of this podcast, <laughs> I at first I said that I didn't like this guy because when I met him, he just seemed so like normal. And so I went and I told my roommates, I was like, "There's no way this guy has like trauma, you know, any character development." Mm-hmm. Um, I might I might have been wrong. To be honest, I don't know. He seems kind of cool. Yeah, he does seem. We liked him. We didn't like how he was man spreading in our kitchen. Mm, I mean, I personally wasn't there, but I heard about it, and I did not like that. And it's crazy that he was up and up in here doing that when I just learned in psych <laughs> that that is a nonverbal display of dominance. What right. does he think he is? Exactly. Ex- displaying his dominance in my kitchen. <laughs> Nonverbally. Nonverbally displaying. <laughs> yeah. His dominance. Oh. Um, but yeah, so. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> aside from that, uh, but that kind of relates back to the, uh, well, at least personally, leading life with guilt thing, because mm-hmm. it's like, I'm sure you can really, I mean, we've talked about it before, is that like, if I don't wake up early, if I don't do mm-hmm. something that's on my to-do list, if I don't do something that yeah. I say I'm going to do, I feel like absolute shit. I feel like I'm the worst, laziest, the worst person of all time. most unself-disciplined mm-hmm. person that has ever... And that I don't deserve anything good in life right. because I can't just get up and, like, do what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, like, just wake up. Like, exactly. it's not that hard. Exactly. Um, that does make me kind of um, nervous for how today's going to go because I haven't really had time to sit and ponder the fact that I didn't go to the gym this morning. But I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will Well, maybe you can ponder. just go later. I get home from my lab at 8 o'clock. What are you doing in the middle of the day? I work all day. Well, and I don't, I don't think I'm gonna want to come back and go to the gym. Yeah, you could do a late night, a late night sesh. A late night sesh. We'll see. We'll see. Depends on how I feel. Um. Okay. So yeah, we talked about guilt and how that's (laughs) just a constant, uh, constant factor in our lives. Constant shadow over our. our uh, conscience exactly not even just about the older sister thing but about like literally everything yeah but i think that like i mean i'm sure that other people who aren't oldest siblings like experience oh yeah i'm sure i feel like that's like a a different type of personality trait like sure older sisters but that's what i'm saying i feel like a lot of it stems from being an oldest sister because you have to take so much responsibility Mm -hmm. like in your day-to-day life that you are used to having people like rely on you i guess Mm -hmm. And, like, used to being the person that people look towards. As, like, for, an example. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when you are failing at that, then obviously it doesn't feel good. Because I'm sure that people who, like I said, aren't oldest siblings or eldest sisters, they have that. But it might stem from other things. Yeah. And I think that. Like neuroticism. Right. And I think that, at least mine personally, just stems from having people rely on me. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know what I could say about that personally. Like, I just feel like I need to be doing something constantly at all times or I'm mm-hmm. not satisfied. And so if I feel like I'm wasting time that I could be using to do something, then I'm spending it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, but you're like all, I mean, I don't really have a good, like, population, uh, like data set because like i said all my friends are oldest sisters and but equals five 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, n equals five. Um, but that's how they all feel, too. And I even talked to my aunt, who's also an older sister, and I was like, I feel like older sisters just have like certain qualities, like personality traits, like they're driven and like mm-hmm. they're like goal oriented and stuff like that. And she's like, yeah, that's true, because yeah. I'm an older sister and blah blah blah. It's hard to like fully go into this topic. I feel like without like fully roasting my parents. <laughs> I mean, you can just uh, walk around it. That's what I'm trying to do, but. This is everything as, as it, it is. is. I just, you know, don't want them to get, like, a hold of everything as it is. Right. I mean... That would be really bad. Just don't tell them this podcast exists. I don't think it will. What about if you get, like, really famous? Like, what if this podcast blows up? Well, you know, my mom listens to podcasts. Then it's time to have a sit-down conversation. <laughs> I guess so. Do you think that, like, you would consider yourself hyper-independent? Yes. But I don't think that's something that I have, like, fully come to terms with yet. Like, I still believe that I need to be around other people. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I can't do anything by myself. And then when I'm, like, with other people and I end up doing everything with other people, I'm like, <laughs> like I don't need you to do this for me. Or, like, I don't need you to be here with me. Like, I can handle it. Because yeah. I feel like I take it personally, maybe. Like, I accept help in a, a non-helpful way. I'm like, oh, so you don't think I can do it? Yeah, I relate to that. I feel like I've been working on it. Like, I I purposely try and ask for help, even if I don't really need it, Mm. just to, like, try and, I don't know, break that barrier. But then I feel like I'm doing, like, the whole, like, weaponizing competence thing. Weaponizing competence. (laughs) But it's, like, I'm just doing it so that I can, like, get used to asking for help. What's, like, an example of a time that you've asked for help but you didn't need it? Mm. It's more just, like... I could do this by myself, but it's more convenient if someone helps me. Oh, yeah. Like, like asking you to help me put up my oh, yeah. my decorations that ended up falling. Oops. Yeah. Oops. Um, but like, I probably could have done that by myself. But obviously, it's like easier and more convenient if I have yeah, someone yeah. else help me. It's true. Or just like basic stuff, like random stuff, you know. Uh, I get what you mean. I understand. I feel like I can ask for help, but I also, like, don't want to because deep down, I believe that nobody can do it, like, as good as I can, mm. but I know that's wrong yeah. because that's, first of all, not true, and I should be more open-minded to other people's way of doing things, you know, because, right. like, I'm always down to, like, learn something, but I feel like that's a trait I gained from my mom because, like, at home, she'll, like, get angry if nobody does, like, certain chores during the day, but if the certain chores were done and they weren't done exactly how she wanted them to be done then it was better off not having done them mm-hmm. at all yeah that's kind of how my mom was too honestly really more when we were little like she's like pretty ocd about like things being clean and i feel like when i was little i heard a lot of like yeah that's not right do it again yeah as far as like cleaning mm-hmm. which i was probably just like a little bit lazy but <gasps> yeah yeah i mean i've yeah i've gotten that ocd thing if you've noticed like when people come around and they like look at my room or in my bathroom, and then they, like, look at everybody else's, and they're like, hmm. Hmm. Wait, what? Elaborate on that. Because, like, all my stuff is, like, pretty sparse. Yeah. Like, I don't really have things out if they, like, if I don't think that they belong. And Mm. when I mean belong, they're, like, necessity. Like, on my desk, I have my computer. (laughs) On my bed, I have my comforter. Yeah. And, like, a blanket. Two blankets, actually. On my dresser, I have my fish tank <laughs> <laughs> like i don't have like my fish tank and like some hair ties or like 
Yeah. My computer and like my school stuff. No, there's one thing. In my bathroom, I have my face wash, my hand wash. Actually, yeah, that's what uh, your Alyssa, lol. <laughs> no, that's what Lily said because um, like the first time she ever came to our apartment, I don't think anyone was here, so I was like showing her all your guys' like stuff. I was like, oh, this is Alyssa's room, like this is Mary's room, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I like showed her your bathroom. She's like, why is there nothing on the counter? I was like, I don't know. Like she has all her stuff like under under the like in the cabinets and she was like well like what about the stuff that she uses like daily i was like i don't know i guess like it's under there i don't know basket (laughs) that i take out when i need to use it daily (laughs) see i'm like pretty good about keeping well i'm pretty good about keeping things organized but Uh like i'm it i (laughs) (laughs) i like don't like you know the concept of like a slow morning like oh i have a slow morning yeah i don't do that like I never just like oh well I've been trying to recently but what do you mean a what how do you define a slow morning? I define a slow morning as like you wake up maybe you like go on TikTok for twenty minutes oh. or like read a book or like do something and then like maybe you make some bre- like it's just like a morning that like takes a long time and everything is like deliberate and like oh, intentional okay. and slow. So you- I've been trying to like implement that but like my natural tendency is like wake up with 30 minutes left to go that way I'm not like wasting any time and I can like get everything I need to get done in that 30 minutes, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes like, sense. Like if I'm given an hour and a half to get ready, then obviously I'm going to use it. And if I'm given 30 minutes to get ready, then I'm going to use it and the outcome might be the same. But I just wasted an hour what I could have gotten done in 30 minutes, huh. you know? That's interesting because I feel like I'm the complete opposite. Like, I hate being rushed. Really? Like, I like being stressed, but I don't like being rushed. You like being stressed? Yeah. I feel I'll like right that could be a podcast episode <laughs> for another day because I can talk about that for a really long time. Like, just like the general concept of, like, pushing myself to my limit every single day. Or, like, filling up my schedule with stuff. This is becoming a red pill podcast. <laughs> no, yeah, I get that, though. Yeah, because, like, if I don't have... If I'm not stressed out, then I feel, like, guilty. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to think that, too. Like, if I'm not on my grind, mm-hmm. if I'm not in my grind set... If I'm not on my grind set, I'm depressed. Yeah. Then it's, like, I'm wasting my time. Exactly. But you should, like, read this book that I'm reading called The Power of Now, which is about, like, being present and stuff and not always thinking about, like, the future or the past. But I don't think I do that, either. Like, I feel like I'm I live very much in the present, but, like... My present needs to be stressed out. Mm. I'm not thinking about the future. I'm thinking about what I need to do right this second. I never think about the past. I honestly don't even care oh. about the future. I oh. care about what happens right now, but... Okay, like, give me an example of, like, your day-to-day to, like, some things that you would put on your to-do list day-to-day. Mm, like, just a play-by-play. Mm, wake up. Go to the gym. Do some form of physical activity get home, shower, do my skincare, eat, go to class, go to work, study, do my homework. So, like, because I feel like some of those things is, like, setting yourself up for success in the future. Like, you're not just doing it because you're, like, I love doing homework. Like, I'm so in this moment right now. I mean, to us, I mean, sure, but, like, nobody does homework just because they're, like, oh, I, I just want to do my homework. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, maybe. But some are you people. saying that I shouldn't do my homework because that that'd be like me living in the the future? No, I'm saying that maybe you should start doing things that you enjoy just because you enjoy them in that moment. Because like even the like gym, what? like maybe you enjoy going to the gym in the moment, but you're also, at least for me personally, 
trying to obtain some goal for the future. Yeah. Like, whether it's, like, just stay healthy, like, lose weight, gain muscle, whatever. Okay. Um, but I've been trying to, like, do some things that, like, maybe won't get me any future gain. But in the present moment, they're, they're cool. Like, what? What would I do? Um. I go out sometimes on the weekend. Yeah, or, like, that's why I've been, like, baking a lot. Well, not yeah. a lot. A moderate amount. I just but. feel like I've pushed, like, I've stretch myself out so much that I don't even have time for that like mm. I get, just gave you my schedule through the day like that's all I can manage it's not because I don't want to do other things yeah it's because I can't yeah but I mean I guess if I really wanted to I could make time you know like I could figure out like on the it. weekends maybe or something but yeah still yeah my weekdays like I just close my eyes and then get through it see yeah that's not living in the present moment I feel like like that's just existing. I mean, yeah, but like, what choice <laughs> yeah. do you? What? Yeah, what choice do I have? Um, I don't know. <laughs> do you think that'll ever end, though? Yeah. Or it'll just be an endless cycle of. Good question, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait. Yeah. Um. No. <laughs> I hope so. I think that after. Well, I. Right now, I'm trying to get my CNA, which is my nursing assistant um, certification. I feel like after that, and I start working at the hospital, and I work, like, more hours at once, and I get paid better, I think that I will have more time to, like, I don't know, do things. Or at least I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. (laughs) Because this is... Yeah. But also, like, my major is pretty demanding. Mm -hmm. You know, school, obviously, is my priority. Like, yesterday I had a break between two of my classes. Like, that was, like, my only break all day until I got home at 6. Um, and I spent it, like, studying for my yeah. exam. I mean, she has been doing pretty good on her exams. I have been doing so. pretty good on my exams. I'm really <laughs> proud of myself. It was not like this last semester. Yeah, you should be proud of yourself. Maybe it's because we live in this awesome apartment. Yeah, probably. I actually feel less productive living here, though, sometimes. Really? I feel like I get distracted easily. Oh, yeah, me too. If you guys are talking out in the kitchen, I'm like, time to join the yeah, conversation. That's why I felt I hated myself when I had to go in my room. And, like, I sit felt I hated my myself. <laughs> I felt self-loathing. <laughs> um, I had to go in my room and study. Or what was I doing? I was writing my essays. And then I could hear you guys talking around here. And I was like, not because you guys were annoying me. I was annoying myself that I didn't do my homework already. So yeah. I couldn't go out and talk to you guys. Yeah, I get that. As far as, like, romantic relationships, like, how do you think that that impacts you? I just saw you roll your eyes there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of more thought, like, instantly, my first thought was, like, the guilt of it. Because, oh. like, I always felt guilty when I was spending time with my ex instead of at home, like, with my family or with my sister. But, like, also, my family made me feel like that. Right. You know, like, they told me, like, oh, you care about them more than you care about us. You spend all your time with them. You know? Yeah. I feel like, for me, I... Oh, wait, was the question, like, would you not date somebody that's, like... Anything. Just how do you think that your experience as being the oldest sister in your family Mm -hmm. slash oldest child like impact really just in any way basically all right what were you gonna say i was gonna say that um for me 
this like sounds a little bit judgmental but well, i mean one of my character flaws is i'm pretty judgmental like against other people and myself but um this is true <laughs> i'm gonna need you to elaborate on that in a second <laughs> but um i feel like i'm just like pretty judgmental in my relationships like because like I, I mean it comes back on myself too like if i don't if i'm not doing like something that i think i should be doing like going to the gym or like doing whatever then i'm like pretty hard on myself and i feel like i translate that to my partner my past partners as well Mm -hmm. like my ex for example like complained about not being happy with their like physique or whatever and i was just like okay then what are you gonna do about it basically because i feel like i don't know like one characteristic that i like do like about myself is like my self-agency and like my self your motivation no like what's it called when you like take oh accountability um and so when people don't have that it just really gets on my nerves like when they complain about something and then don't do anything to because it's annoying and like i don't want to hear about it if you aren't going to do anything about it yeah like don't complain then you can you have the ability to fix it right you can change your situation if you can change it why are you sitting there complaining okay I'm a complainer. I do love me a little bit of complaining. Yeah. But only when it's warranted. Like, I wouldn't sit here and complain and be like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. Like, what do I do as I'm sitting in our fully stocked kitchen? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's annoying. Right. Yeah, I just can't stand when people are. (laughs) Okay, elaborate on the judgmental thing that we touched on five minutes ago. I mean... That's like that pretty much covers it. See, self awareness right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I don't need to elaborate because you know exactly the kind of person that you are. Why did that sound so sinister? <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> you know exactly the you kind of ex- person you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that's something that I really admire about you is that, like, you have a really good grasp of yourself and you're always open to like i don't know we were talking about this other day how you're talking about how you might like mansplain to people (laughs) but you admit when you're wrong right like if somebody were to contradict what you said and like actually could back it up you'd be like oh yeah tell them i was wrong tell them about your girl at work I feel like I've been having this problem lately where just everybody annoys me. Like, I can just find something in everybody that I just hate. I'm like, I hate you. (laughs) Well, I don't hate them, but I dislike them. Right. And it's also hard because I feel like I've been having no friends lately. Like, I said that. Like, I hang out with you. I hang out with our other roommates. And that's pretty much it. But I don't like anybody else. Like, everybody else that has been talking to me lately, they just make me mad. Because, for example, this girl at my work... She mansplains, like, really bad. She'll start talking about something that... Yeah, Caitlin witnessed I've this. been there. She's been there. Um, she'll start talking about something that she has absolutely no idea what she's talking about. But she wants to sound smart, like, project herself as intelligent or something. Like, I know she's smart, but she's not, like, genius. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. no way she knows everything about everything that she wants to talk about. But anyway, she'll talk. And then just keep explaining something that doesn't even make any sense and then if you tell her that she's wrong or like bring up an opposing thing she'll either tell you you're wrong or 
Or she'll be like, oh, I'm tired. I'm so tired. That's it's like been a why. long day. That's like why I didn't know. Yeah. What oh I was my. Oh about. my god. It's been a long. It's been such a long day, Jay. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> it's it's just been a long day. <laughs> yeah. And it's Which really annoying. Is pretty silly. Every day's a long day. Every day. <laughs> Every day's twenty four hours. <laughs> Good to know. That's, that's a quotable. Uh, quote. You can quote quote you on that. Yeah. But. Who determined the concept of hours? Who determined that there were 24 hours in a day? Aristotle. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm truly tired. I don't know the answer yeah, to that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're really <laughs> Um, But yeah, how else has uh, being an oldest sibling impacted your relationships? Or yeah, even your friendships, honestly. Just any relationship that you have. Mm, I've noticed that obviously now because of this, I have a very high sense of responsibility um, and so that's also a trait that I admire in people is taking responsibility for themselves and for others and being a leader, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so when anybody that I'm in a relationship with, especially romantic, it's like the biggest ick if they <laughs> are either like really spoiled or don't take accountability for their actions. Yeah. Or just, like, have no sense of responsibility. Because usually those people are always taken care of. Especially if they're a younger sibling. Because they probably have an right. older sibling that has done that for them. Right, right, right. Um, and so, either of their only children being taken care of by their parents or younger siblings being taken care of by their older siblings. It's like, we are we have nothing in common. Like, I yeah. don't want to baby my, my partner, I guess. Right. And even just, like, friendships, too. Like I said, like, all my friends are oldest siblings. Mm-hmm old sisters and that's not something i intentionally seek out it's not like i like go around college and i'm like are you an <laughs> oldest sister okay like one of your friends uh. but like i think it just naturally happens that mm-hmm. way because like you said like the characteristics that i admire in people also happen to be really common characteristics of like older siblings mm-hmm. even though i will say i do know some people that like do not have oldest sibling like characteristics and like when i find out that they're like have younger siblings i'm like what? Like, it's, like, a shocker. Like, they're an older sibling with non-older sibling characteristics. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I mean, there's other factors that go into it. Like, just because I'm an older sister isn't, like, being an older sister isn't the only thing that has formed me. Right. It's being an older sister with neglectful parents. (laughs) (laughs) Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think there's more that goes into it. In my last relationship, I found that I was the caretaker 99% of the time. And to a certain point that got really exhausting because being the caretaker in like every other aspect of your life, I feel like in your romantic relationships, you want somebody that can do that for you. Mm -hmm. And then when that isn't done for you ever, even after you've made that, clear broken down your pride to specifically ask what you want and yet it still can't happen um. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a specific example that was not, not that personal was hy- experience. Totally hypothetical yeah, not personal experience did not happen to me um <laughs> um yeah i don't know I, I feel like if if i date somebody else i would want them i would want to be like a 50 50 you know because mm-hmm. like sometimes i'll be having a bad day and i just want them to leave me and other times yeah you know i can do that for them yeah and we talked about this with our roommates like a couple weeks ago like me personally i have 
again a problem asking for help but also a problem like you said like putting your pride out there or whatever mm-hmm. so like for me it manifests in uh the way that i uh can't uh uh <laughs> show romantic interest mm-hmm. to people like quickly or whatever like suddenly i guess mm-hmm. Do you, like i don't really know how to explain it like i can't i can't like, like when you my first meet somebody you can't express your romantic interest in them yeah like well just like for an example like my roommate's like fun of me and they say i have no riz like i can't like go up to a guy or someone or anyone and just be like oh hey like i thought you were cute but you never tried yeah that's because my mental blockade is so thick (laughs) so So Um, high but like a pride thing is a big thing like you said and then also just like putting trust in my partner as far as like to guide my decisions mm. like i my last relationship i like for a while there i was like oh i i can trust this person to guide my decisions but after a series of uh Events. poor decisions made by them i realized this person actually doesn't make good decisions right. so i can't really trust their advice and because i think that's like really important in a relationship is like people say like oh trust is trust and communication is the biggest things you need to have in a relationship but it's like trust means like so many different things and i feel like trust in that aspect is really important to me like as far as trusting their judgment trusting Mm -hmm. their advice because what if i come home from work one day and i'm like oh i have this problem what do you think i should do Mm -hmm. and they just be giving me the The worst worst advice advice. (laughs) like yeah i can't trust my partner at that point well if you can't trust them to take care of themselves and make the correct decisions for themselves why would you ever Mm -hmm. trust them with yours especially knowing that you have such a a grasp on making the right decision Mm -hmm. and like making sure that what you do is what's best for you Mm -hmm. so like not only can you not trust them but you actually don't want to hear it at all yeah and also just trusting them to like have your best interest at heart Mm -hmm. like my ex was pretty insecure i would say that's not like a dig it's just like kind of a fact um so a lot of their like decisions for like or advice towards me was kind of in my opinion based off like what they not what they could gain from it but what Mm. how it affected them also like moving into the apartment like moving into the apartment (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly like why don't we why don't we share what what yeah so um (laughs) of course Alyssa and i already talked about feeling guilty uh, as far as moving out and this is our first year we both actually like moved out, moved out. Like she lived on campus last year and I just lived at home. But this is our first year like moving out, paying for our own stuff and whatever. And um, I was dating someone at the time that we signed our lease and they were just very almost unsupportive of me moving out because I would be like farther away from them. Only like half an hour, but farther away from them. And quote unquote, <laughs> I could um, have... <laughs> I could have boys in uh mm-hmm. in my room mm-hmm. in my house boys. without without knowing without anyone knowing mm-hmm. my parents so it was almost like for for them like my parents were like a safety protector of our relationship because I couldn't just have random men in the home which, right like that was like, the only thing keeping you from cheating was the fact that your parents exactly were there. and I went to quote-unquote ASU which is a ho school mm-hmm. um can we are we allowed to disclose like how your relationship ended or Sure. <laughs> it's everything as it is. I don't give a fuck. So what did he do? <laughs> like, for how it ended? Oh. um. So, yeah, ironically, he... <laughs> he what? <laughs> On my birthday. <laughs> I I got this, this little hankering, this little intuition. And I'm very secure in my relationships. And I don't feel the need to, like, 
check my partner's location or their phone or whatever. But I got this little hankering for a little Snapchat check. And I was like, that's weird. I never have ever checked this man's Snapchat. And I, I just like take his phone and like, I knew his password. So I was like, whatever. And I start looking through Snapchat and he has been texting women, swiping up on their stories with like their ass hanging out, which like mm. good for them, but not good for me when my boyfriend swipes, right. up, on, swipes up on that. And so I broke up with him on my birthday. Mm-hmm. So it's really funny but that that was his biggest concern. Right. Which like my mom has always said like, oh, what did she say? Like a thief is like the most scared of their house getting uh, robbed, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. like, they like have that mentality. So they think that other people have that mentality. Yeah. Like even so, I never would have taken you moving into the apartment as like a way for you to cheat on him. Like never would I have come up with that. So the fact that he could have done that so easily, like, came up with that is very concerning. Well, obviously it was concerning because considering he cheated on you. Right. It's, like, certain things, like, you don't really realize, like, that it's, like, a red flag, quote-unquote, until, mm-hmm. until you have more happened. information. And then you're, like, oh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Something we've liked to do is just, like, dissect our past relationships and point out the red flags that we didn't notice. Right. Just ruminating. Just ruminating, ruminating on yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, let me give a piece of advice to all of the listeners out there. If you're dating someone and they say, like, verbatim, you deserve better than me, believe them. You probably do. You probably do. <laughs> you probably do. Take them. Don't say, no, I love you just the way you are. Yeah. No, you don't. No, you don't. Maybe you love them, but do you yeah. like them? Do you, do you like, like them? them? That's an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you like them or do you love them? Or both. Or neither. Or, both. or neither, which is okay. I've definitely liked, or I've definitely... Love some people and not like them. Me as well. Um, Even to this day. Yeah. You. Just kidding. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> you actually. Yeah, I've definitely um, neither loved nor liked somebody. <laughs> I mean, obviously not all of our characteristics come mm. from being that. But I think the guilt one is a pretty big one. As Also the like, self-awareness one. Yeah, and anxiety. One thing that I... Yeah, and okay, yeah. Talk about that a little. How does that... I mean, it's hard for me to place this, you know, just on the older sister thing because anxiety runs in my family. And I know that I got that from, you know, watching like my mom and mimicking behaviors just like as, you know, kids do as they grow up. But um, I find that when I'm, oh, actually, wait, this is like completely unrelated. Can we back it up a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's related, but okay, yeah. it's more about the guilt thing. Um, so I find that when I go out, like, for example, on the weekend, I like, go out and like have fun, go to a party. Pretty much half the time is spent feeling bad that my sister mm. is, like, stuck at home without me, like, without something to do, and I'm, like, living it up at college. Like, mm. I'm actually, like, enjoying my time, and I feel so guilty for that. Like, why am I allowed to move out and pay my rent and live with my best friends and go to school and go to parties and, like, mm. have a good time, you know, and my sister can't do any of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And then relating more to the anxiety part of that, it's like, what's happening when I'm not there? Like, is she okay? Because okay? mm-hmm. even if we're FaceTiming, like, it's not the same. Like, she needs me there physically to, like, fully open up, you know? So yeah. I still make the effort to go home every week, but that's another thing on its own. Yeah. I think me and Mireille, that's our roommates, have that too. Like they talk about Maria and like, oh, mm-hmm. we feel bad. I don't have that personally. I think it's just because I have a younger brother, so it's not really the same. Mm-hmm. And like also like I don't see my home as being like necessarily a harmful place. 
Um, so I don't really have to like worry about him in that aspect. Do you feel bad when you're like enjoying yourself here? Um, I feel like I've gotten better with it. Um, like I talked about on the last episode that like my mom has MS and stuff. And I don't necessarily feel bad about having fun, but like sometimes if I'm like doing something, it's like, I know my parents can do this. Or like mm-hmm. when my parents were like in the prime of their life when they were in college, like they were probably doing the same thing, but like now they can't. Sometimes that makes me feel bad, but yeah. that's it. Let's do our thing for them. We're going to do one last thing for you guys, and I think we might have to head out. Yeah. All right. All right. <clears throat> Two, Two, bro. Let's try again. <laughs> okay. Two bros chilling in a hot tub, five feet apart because we're not gay, gay, gay. Ooh, that was a little That was very off. good. Let's try again. Okay. All right. All right. Two bros chilling in a hot tub, five feet apart because we're not gay, gay. It's me. It's me. Today's not the day, guys. Oh. Last night was the night. All right, guys. Well, yeah, you should have heard us last night. Well, it was really good. Um, I don't really know how the podcast thing works, but let me know what other kind of content you want to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like our podcasts are only going to get better from here. Oh, yeah. This is only episode two. Yeah. I'll, I'll script them out a little more and make them a little bit more cool, but yeah, I just wanted to have Alyssa on the pod. So yeah, On the pod. We had, to, we had to get this done. A little test, test exactly. podcast. I was stressing over the whole microphone situation, but she I was, persevered. Yeah, she did persevere. I wish you guys could see the setup right now. It's pretty fire. Imagine it just doesn't fucking work. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. See you guys in the next one. Catch you guys in the next episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening.